Welcome everybody. This is No Bullshit Gaming Podcast to have gamers session number 30 discussing latest news, having fun and dropping knowledge. Still, let's not forget. This is foreign conference discussion vibe. Let's not take it too seriously. Uh, and we are not serious because uh, Jakub even shut down his uh, camera because he's still in the COVID cottage place. <laughs> COVID's cottage, undisclosed location, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. biological hazard. Which means we have Jakub Remiar here without the video. So there is no delay as, as the last time. Felix Braberg here and myself, Matej Lanček. Welcome. How are Welcome. you? You know, Mache, yeah. Mache, I got a couple of messages saying Remo looked so good without his glasses mm. last week because that was the first time we actually recorded when he was not wearing any glasses. No, well, really, I didn't even yeah. realize. Yeah, because they well, were they were right next to me. Forgot about them. There you go. I'm just more vain. I'm just more vain than you, man. That's that's I why. I didn't even realize. Okay, well, good. <laughs> well, now mm. I can. You know, you know what I I will do. I will draw a picture of you with the glasses and just put it on, on YouTube. <laughs> it's the, it's the face. <laughs> even better than the screensaver. Dude, even better. Yeah, of course. Uh, so um, we always have the fourth uh, member, which is the screensaver. Thank you very much, uh, Matej, for uh, creating that. And uh, when I say Matej, I'm, I don't <laughs> talk my, about myself in third person. It's actually my, my motion designer. <laughs> It's always fun when I explain people. And uh, for those listening who have not been to Slovakia, pretty much everyone in Slovakia is called either Maciej or Jack. No, not really. I mean, it's, it's Martin, actually. It's Martin, oh, yeah, Martin, Martin or Jakub. Yeah. And then we yeah. have, I think, like three Mateys in uh, the gaming industry in Slovakia. One is me and the other one is uh, is my motion designer. <laughs> And the other Mate is also motion designer, but uh, <laughs> and I think a 3D artist as well. But nevertheless, we are here today to talk about what else than Survivor.io global launch case study. Because when he, when these two guys went to Gamescom and I stayed home, I wrote uh, a global launch case study for Navic newsletter. And uh, and then published it on my website as well. And uh, well, I'm pretty surprised about how <laughs> great it's uh, it's been doing. So I figured that we could actually talk about this on the pod from the UA point of view, ad monetization point of view, and the game design as well. Because, well, I expect this game to be making like 500k a day on ads, which already Felix told me it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man like oh i've been wanting to say how wrong you of are since like i read that blog you're so of wrong course. oh but, but we'll get, we'll there. get there we'll, we'll get, get there. there we'll get there so so let's not talk about any news it's been an interesting week obviously with all the snapchat f- um, layoffs and uh, whatnot but let's let's not go there let's start with the survivor io but if you want to share how was your week before we do that please do so my week was actually Pretty busy, to be honest. At busy is good. Busy is good. Week from hell. Let's just get started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's great. Started. You know, the COVID cottage is working perfectly, and everything is you know nice and shiny here. You have oh. like mushrooms growing, and I'm I'm going to properly go mushroom hunting right after the podcast. Really, I hope to. I uh, hope you can uh, get some. Mm-hmm. 
fun ones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although uh, I'm not sure if you're, you're going to eat those. But yeah, that's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, so also, guys, thank you very much for sending me all the feedback. Uh, it's still like pretty positive, and uh, you are also subscribing on the YouTube channel and Spotify and Apple. So please keep doing that. We really appreciate it. All right, let's uh, let's start with the survivor.io. And also, um, thank you very much for uh, highlighting that I'm really speaking, uh, well, not as loud as I should. So I will try to be loud as fuck this time. <laughs> okay, so what's survivor.io? It's an action-adventure game uh, which was developed by Hubby, and this is developer behind... Uh, the great mobile game hit called Archero. They released Punball. They released Kinja Run. And uh, Survivor IO requires you to take the mantle of a hero out of the out to save the city from a zombie apocalypse. So you are the only of the few survivors left in the city. It's up to you to save the humani- humanity. So this is simple yet unique game which is uh, minimalistic 2D graphics. It's really immersive gameplay experience. I love it, personally. We yesterday talked about it uh, with one of our friends. He said he is not a very big fan of it. I'm not sure how is it even possible because this is super addictive. <laughs> it is super addictive. You have to deal with large hordes of zombies. They're always trying to outnumber you, surround you, and kill you. There is um, the level, the level the levels are based on time. So every five minutes you are um, seeing an, uh, a boss that uh, is again trying to kill you. And uh, unfortunately, you can level up yourself and choose different skills, which helps you obviously to, um, to progress through the game. So have you played it as, uh, as me or what do you think about the game, guys? Love it. It's so much fun. It's so addictive. As soon as you said we we're going to be doing this analysis, I started like playing it and played it quite a lot. And I've been playing at least two or three rounds a day <laughs> easily. Jakub, you were saying? Yeah, I would say it's it's definitely an upgraded version of Archero. And uh, you can see it in the design itself that what they did is that they took out the blank spots or pretty much the slow spots from Archero where you were running uh, around the corridors, exiting a room, going into another room or having that skill automat pretty much plays in your face. So they pretty much cut all of these kind of slow, not that full of action parts and just slash it into this kind of a much more action-packed game where it's pretty much the same, I would say. Uh, you don't have corridors, you have this kind of endless space, bosses still spawn, yeah. and uh, monsters are still getting harder and harder as you progress, so that the formula sticks the same. Also, this kind of a roguelite automat of you choosing between three skills that you need to kind of start following in some kind of a pattern to build a build uh, as, as you progress. So that's that's all pretty much the same, but it's much more faster. And I would say it's showing on the engagement, definitely, yeah. that we can see even from the data that Survivors is making more money on IAPs than Archero was making during the global launch. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting uh, improvement on the on the things. So yesterday, 
our friend Neil from mobilegamer.biz um, took this case study and uh, added some uh, interesting numbers on top of it. And it's uh, he's saying that this is, this game is already making like a million a day. When I was writing this uh, case study, it was like 500k a day. So it's already double. And um, yeah, I don't even know like what, how it looks like from the ad perspective, but we'll get there, right? So <clears throat> how and what are they doing on the UA side of things? And from from what I checked, this is actually a, an amazing uh, combination of multiple things. So this is the minimalistic 2D graphics with the immersive gameplay with a lot loads of hordes and zombies. So this in my opinion uh, is uh, is a great way of uh, of seeing the results from the marketability tests which obviously is the most crucial part and we talked about it uh, in one of our episodes before and this allows you to gain like insights to you know to how well your mobile games creative concepts will perform during the UA and i've seen you know and worked with the different games uh, using different types of creatives. And there, there are always some things that are in common. I mean, in common in terms of the, the best performance. It's minimalistic design, large hordes of units or crowds of people, which uh, you can see in the hyper-casual games as well. There's zombies, and there is uh, also like one hero versus a million, whatever, zombies, tanks, um, units, whatever. So this is something that actually works quite well. I've seen this as soon as we added um, zombies into Darkfire Heroes uh, creative. It worked super well. When we did this uh, with uh, Battle Legion as well, we just added like millions of zombies into the one creative, which we called Mass Battles, and it was performing super well. So I guess like if you combine these things into the game, <laughs> you have kind of like a winning formula. And uh, and I would like to continue our discussion from the last week about how to scale the game because you need to have uh, the CPI versus LTV equation in mind. So let's talk about uh, the CPI and the UA uh, part of the equation. And I think uh, Jakub will talk about the, C the LTV part of the equation afterwards. So this is so this game um, kind of scales in uh, US, South Korea, Japan on uh, iOS, and then US, Vietnam, and Brazil in, um, in, uh, on Google Play. But they started ramping up this, uh, this scale and growth of the game on like 9th of August, which went from 10K daily installs to 100K daily installs. And now it's, it's around like 400 and even 600,000 installs per day. Which is fucking crazy. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. This is really amazing. So what are they doing at the moment is most probably like all the biggest channels out there. Uh, well, they're not running anything on Snapchat and I don't, I don't blame them. But they're using Facebook, Google, TikTok, Unity, Vangle, Ironsource, Uplavin. So yeah, there's, there, there you have it. Almost everything. And uh, if you would need to guess... What do you think would be the, the biggest channel uh, if you didn't know the answer already, guys? So let me guess here because it kind of matches who they advertise or like uh, have their in-app games with or yeah, monetize with. 
I think Google is the biggest and TikTok and then app loving. And then after that, Facebook. Yeah. Jakub, how about you? Any, any guess? And, uh, Felix is not that far away from truth. My guess is if it's coming from China, look for the answer in China. Yeah, I know. Right. So we still, even though we discussed this, uh, this is all that we can see from the West. Uh, we don't see anything from China and hubby is a Chinese developer, which means in my book, they are super big in China and they know how to do shit in China. So, uh, yeah, I, I would see easily like these numbers multiplied by at least like five, maybe 10, but I'm maybe like too optimistic, but yeah, so it's not Google, which is the, the biggest channel. It's actually TikTok. Then it's iron source and then it's Google. So it was a big surprise for me when I checked it and when, when I actually checked it and then thought about it, then I said like, okay, this is actually not a surprise at all <laughs> because this game has everything it needs to have to succeed on, on, on TikTok. It's the minimalistic design and there's like the monetization strategy, which I think it's, I know it's more like skewed towards the in-app purchases, but also having a loads of, uh, of ads in the game. And immersive gameplay. Oh, well, okay, okay. No, okay, okay. No. We can talk about it. You know, like uh, yesterday, the guys said not also really like they, they don't don't see or didn't see the um, revival, uh, rewarded videos. I, I did. We'll talk okay. about that later. Don't, don't steal oh, my no, talking no, no, points. No, no. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, so, yeah. So, I guess this game has everything it needs to, to succeed on, uh, on TikTok. Let me let me yeah, say something here. Like so, if Iron Source is that big, that answers one of my questions because I was wondering if they're mediating with App Loving, AdMob, or Iron Source. But if they're one of the biggest UA partners, they're probably mediating yeah, with Iron yeah, Source. Yeah, I would then. say so as well. And uh, I shared the case study with, uh, with our, our friends at Iron Source to to get some data from their uh, them. Let's see um, if they can share something from their book. I'm not sure, but back to TikTok, I opened up TikTok and the, the TikTok is just flooded with su survival IO videos. Everybody's making those, uh, like uh, having the headlines, they're like, oh, well, now I have the Gatling gun, I can kill everybody there. Like they're they are sharing the the best builds for surviving the, the most. And even if you look at the, the TikTok um, creative gallery, out of 10 top performing ads free in the last seven days when I was uh, writing this, three of them was just survivor.io. <laughs> they just, uh, they are doing so well. And they don't fuck around because, uh, you know, you just take whatever works the best everywhere and don't listen to all these like... Uh, well, I don't want to say fake, but all these like best practices that everybody says, you know, you need to show real people in the in the TikTok messages and you need to create TikToks, not ads. Well, fuck it. You just see here, it doesn't need any of the real people at all. You just, you know, if you, if you have the winning creative, it's going to win everywhere, even on TikTok, even on Google, even on Facebook and all the other um, UA channels, even ad networks. They just combine the the hordes of zombies, and it looks really amazing when you you are this like little little guy surrounded by millions of zombies and trying to survive. They're using the meme headlines and the hyper casual um, 
uh, creatives. And that's it. That's super easy. I mean, uh, of course, they're trying to to work on the on the creative side and use all these like um, motivations, like uh, progressions and power and expertise, and they they use all of these in the in the creatives. But uh, they are not listening to any of the fake uh, best practices out there. So there you go. I will pause here so you can also speak about this, and then I'm I'm gonna continue. I, I already spoke a lot. I don't want to. I don't want to be Jakub. In the yeah, I would say one, <laughs> one, one really, <laughs> one really important fact that maybe people are kind of missing is that if you look at the account of Habby, you can see that Survivor IO was first time released on September third, twenty twenty. So mm. it's pretty much been in soft launch for nearly two. Ex, pretty much tomorrow it will be exactly two years. So nice. even Kinjaran and Pumble were released much later. So my guess is that, yeah, the thing that you see the beast pretty much clocking these numbers we are talking about is not really something like, like I, I, I remember Matt saying something like, oh, they just copied this game and the other game no, 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 that no, was no, done I, on Steam no, and look, like they already, you know, have the winning formula. Look, so there, there was this, uh, there was the discussion on, uh, on LinkedIn and in the gay, in the Slack channels that uh, this game is based on um, Vampire Survivors on Steam, which is super popular. And well, when I looked at the data, it's just not like that popular and in my book. It's like having 7,000 concurrent, <laughs> concurrent players and some 50K whatever streamers on the, on the Twitch. So if I compare that with like any, any other game, I think like this is super small to have any impact uh, on this. And if you say this game was um, in the soft launch for two years, then well, that's even, that's even better. Yeah, the Steam game is released December 2021. They, so it doesn't make any sense. They copied. Kind of they copied the survivor. Idol. So there you go. In your, in your face. Most good. Like, yeah. Probably. In yeah. Your face. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, what you can see from their account, and and it's kind of like a recurring pattern, is that what Hubby does great is that they build on their expertise, and by expertise I mean their meta game of this kind of a hyper casual game, where they run down the grow glide meta game meaning that every run you accumulate resources and improve your character and then go on this kind of a progression of levels and abilities and a six slot inventory of a hero with merch like mechanics every other game has that so what they're doing they're just pretty much shifting the core gameplay and fine-tuning it to to the best and how i would guess it is that even the whole company operates on the, on the premise that they are kind of multiple teams because you don't really need that big of a team to kind of just iterate the core gameplay mm -hmm. if you already have the meta game built in. So probably those are just teams competing against each other with just different core gameplays. Because Kinjaran, for instance, is a runner, so yeah. like much yeah, more yeah, closer yeah. to something like Subway Surfers. And the Pumball thing is pretty much like a pinball mini game. Again, like could be just a different team iterating within their own internal kind of engine and tools. So really what they're doing is the i would say the most efficient strategy in free to play meaning that the frequency of the tries or the lottery tickets is the thing that matters so as you increase the frequency the better chance you have of winning this lottery so i think they're doing it very efficiently and yeah this is just kind of them collecting the reward now 
Man, you and your lottery tickets. I'm gonna. So, how much are they currently spending every day on UA? That's roughly? the thing. Because I have no a question idea. around that. That's the thing. We don't know. I mean, uh, it can mm. be it can be in hundreds of thousands per day. That's my assumption. So That's let, my let's assumption. just say let's just say hypothetically, like let's say they're for argument's sake, they're spending seven hundred k a day right now. How does a game like Habby like spend seven hundred k when they get paid net thirty for ads and net thirty for the app store earnings? It's net forty five. Like, yeah. Do they get UA funding or is it like they have so much oh, capital good. in the game? Like, how does that usually work? You have five, four games in your uh, portfolio. You're earning the the money for and you have the money from Arcero. Which is still like making shitloads of money, so you can you can use those money or uh, that money. So you don't think these guys need any no, like UA funding or anything no. like that? No, no. <laughs> also, and I don't uh, think so. Look, so they're a Chinese company. Do you think Chinese companies take funding from any uh, Western funding companies? I don't think so. No. no. Yeah, there you go. So they're using their own money, and uh, and these seems like uh the the payback period is short really really short because uh the the hockey stick we can see in terms of the revenues it's just like uh even 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 if it's it's better than Archero, I, I still remember these rumors that Archero had like 80 percent day one retention whatever and like really really low cpis which makes sense because it was a very like new game basically and this is very similar so I guess the CPI is super low. In that case, the LTV, you know, if they're making million a day and spending, even if they're spending seven hundred thousand, they're getting the money back very quickly. And I know in terms of the cash flow, it's not landing on their account, but they have the money. That's that's my assumption. That's my assumption, of course. Fair. Yeah. So yeah, mm. let's let's speak about the admon stuff and i'm gonna then talk about the creatives and the the ua channel mix obviously diversifying everything but uh, (laughs) you can see like there it's pending everywhere basically so machi admon you're wrong Ah, go ahead and say it ah you're wrong about your ad revenue prediction of 500k. Well, you can't say you you don't so, know because you don't see the Chinese oh, data, dude. I, I don't, don't know. See. I don't. I, okay, so basically, I was just about to say the one caveat here is that I don't have access to go. Chinese data, yeah. so I don't know, exactly. right? But I've played this game enough now, so it's very fun. It's for sure an IAP monster, but I don't think it's a very big ad monster, or really? at least okay. like uh, as we said outside of China. Okay. So why you go? You so go. I only think the ad revenue is about 12% of the revenue when it was on 500k a day. So hear me out now. So I have racked up about three or four hours of game time now. And as good as the game is and novel, and it's definitely an evolution, like we said, on our Chero. Uh, but it's missing some of our Chero's key rewarded ad placements. So I managed the admon for two Archero clones back in the day when I was working for a publisher. And the key rewarded placements for these games were the like reviving uh, after watching an ad after you died and the kind of mid-level upgrade your weapon or get another weapon choice. Basically, these two ad placements accounted for 80% of rewarded impressions. And Survivor IO is missing like 
both and of these there placements. You go. It's you're wrong because I'm getting <laughs> that ad placement almost every time I die. And that's what I yeah, really? that's what I said yesterday to Jakub as well. Like, hey, I'm getting that placement. I my ass was I never get saved by that placement. Never yeah. gonna because you are most probably at the beginning of the game still. I I saw that placement on I think like third or fourth chapter. So not from the beginning directly. There you go. So yeah. I, and I've seen it. Mm. I saved my ass for right. the boss. So I have go. I have my model yeah. here on estimates. So we can plug yeah. in like assuming that. Okay. Because basically the two are chair clones with those placements averaged a 4.1 impressions per DAU with an ad viewer rate of 60%. So let's just keep that yep. at the back of our heads as we move on. Uh, so, uh, so far uh, in Survivor IO, I've only seen yep. three rewarded ad placements and they're always away from the core mm -hmm. gameplay. But if you're saying it's it in is, the core yeah, gameplay, let's plug that in. Let's, let's plug that in in my Ooh. formula like afterwards because then we can actually Mr. work Formu it out live formula. here for nice. our listeners. I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the ad placements I see was EDF supplies, uh, one-off ad placement to unlock okay. 300 in gold and 5x energy to start levels. Okay. So basically this leads me to assume that uh, impressions per DAU, I guess for early players, not later on players like yourself, is... 2 or 2.1 ad viewer rate i would assume is the same as the clones so 60 percent so if we plug in the ecpm numbers we can start doing the maths on my assumption then we can plug it in for you so dau i took from our favorite data yep. provider <laughs> so let's see what we have here so dau i took on the day was on android uh 1,070,000 mm. people and viewer rate 0.6 impression per dau 2.1 giving us an impression per day of 1.3 million, which on an average ECPM with this kind of geomix, I put 18.79 on Android, giving us 25.3K in revenue on Android. iOS, very good implementation also of LAT uh, kind of often. So I'm assuming 40% of users on iOS are IDFA users. 1.4 million iOS DAU, same kind of ad metrics here, uh, giving us, oh yeah, an ECPM, uh, LAT, I put $16 and IDFA 27, because that's what I saw yeah. average last yeah, week okay. on similar type of things. So basically that would give us a total ad revenue of $61,896 a day, excluding China. So one thing I think here that they're kind of missing up on, like the ad SDKs they currently have integrated, there's seven of them. Yeah. Unity, Facebook, AdMob, AppLoving, IronSource, Vungle, and Pangle. Nice. Okay. So if you have this kind of DAU level, I would expect you to have closer to 10. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is missing from this mix is probably DT Exchange and Mintegral would for sure do some damage in this ad setup as well. So that's like probably an extra like 10% on Adarpta if they add that just straight across the bat. So um, basically, I was going to talk now about the placements I would want yeah. to see to actually improve uh, the ad revenue. So basically, if I was unhappy, I would push for come back to life as an ad placement uh, and a rewarded video at the start of the level that would enable you to already upgrade your first skill. And my kind of thinking here is, 
first skill choice comes comes around 15 to 20 seconds but if i could watch a rewarded ad at the start i would totally do that to basically yeah boost my chances to survive longer so those are the ones that i would push they have it as a skill so in the normal skill they add, that you will get one more skill from the start. exactly yeah exactly yeah so basically uh if they have these placements right let's plug it in like right now so let's say that you have this end of the end uh, impression for dau so basically you have that one already right so Matya, you see it how many times do you click on it every time you have a session uh, no. is it twice or no, one i guess one one time yeah one okay depends on if uh, if i'm super loaded with all the skills and then uh, uh nobody can touch yeah. me but the boss kills me right away <laughs> all right so, yeah, like one. so assuming that you have one more, so basically instead of 2.1 impressions per DU to 3.1, that would boost overall daily ad revenue to $91,000 outside of China. So sounds a bit more yummy. So let's assume then that they will also uh, implement this starting rewarded ad placements because you've never seen one of those, right? No, not really. Okay, yeah. So that would bring it up to 4.2 two impressions per DAU and that would be in around $123,000 a day in ad revenue. So I guess now they're making somewhere around 90,000 a day mm. and they could be making 123 if they put that new ad placement in as well. Uh, so that would account so basically right now if they're making $123,000 a day that would mean that this game monetizes 25% roughly from yeah. ads and yeah i still uh, believe it's it's more yeah. than that yeah. what i believe doesn't matter because you are the mm. the one with uh, the data and uh, all the calculations of course exactly data is beautiful but i wanted to ask remo as well like do you think adding these two placements or one placement that they haven't added do you think that would have any like implement implement implications on the overall gameplay and make it worse? Um, I would say it would slow down the gameplay because even during the main tutorial, you could see that they immediately want you to play. Like the whole intro is just like two screens or something, like some rat jumping at some scientists and some zombies, and then you immediately start play. So I would rather put the rewarded video at the end of the level. So you can get the fixed multiplier on the currency reward that you get out of the level. Because in the end, they already have the same placement in the shop that you can go there and have like a free gold boost for an ad. So that would kind of, wouldn't interrupt the pacing that much in a way. Or if we want to really, really be kind of during the gameplay of itself, I would rather have you have one more go at the golden train mechanic or pretty much like the lottery mechanic that increases your whatever loadout that you have there. So for an ad, you can have, let's say, one more spin, which it already pauses the game itself anyway for like, let's say, five to ten seconds. So there shouldn't be that big of a problem. But definitely at the end of the level, I would say that that would be like the golden shop there. Because you want to upgrade with the gold immediately and you're going out of the level and you are going to upgrade. And for me, the most stingy thing in the whole game, to be honest, is XP. That I'm getting very, very low XP and it hinders currently my progress within the upgrade tree. That I have tons of gold, but I cannot really? upgrade anything because I'm not high enough level. Dude, I have like not mm -hmm. enough gold at all and I'm always trying to get more gold to actually be able to upgrade my, uh, my skill tree. 
and <clears throat> also um i forgot what, what i want to say <laughs> are you speechless yeah. you're never I know. speechless <laughs> i know i know right no yeah i, I wanted to say that the, there is the the at, at least for me and it seems to me they're a b testing a lot on the ad placements because you are saying you are not getting those ad plays i'm getting those and i'm maybe i'm just far from you guys in terms of the gameplay because i played for longer time than you are so that's that's one thing i also want what's to your ask, level like actual level actual level like 14 or 15 okay okay you're very okay. much further so ahead six please <laughs> I'm noobs, <laughs> fucking noobs! Come on, like, can we just do this again when you actually play the game? We have work to do, much. Oh, dude, I, I, <laughs> I play, I played it for a lot because uh, I saw those ads on TikTok because, well, we are on TikTok as well. Two and a half gamers, and you have, you know, we have the TikTok uh, account now, and they're actually targeting me and. Um, I also saw those ads on Facebook and then on Instagram as well and then in, in other games, which brings me back to like uh, what kind of um, UI channels they're using, which is TikTok, Iron Source, which was a surprise. But then uh, when I thought about it, it's not a big surprise because uh, Iron Source inventory has a lot of hyper-casual games and these games try to look as hyper-casual. So, um, you know, it's really... Also, they're probably mediating with exactly. Iron Source so they can yeah. utilize the data. Like, that probably makes me, yeah, they must be oh, on yeah, Iron definitely. Source then. Otherwise, that would be Apple. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would one say. One of the biggest exactly. ones, yeah. Uh, and then the third place is uh, is Google. And uh, and also, when I checked Unity on Sensor Tower, uh, oh, I uh, I said it. So when I when I checked it on, on Sensor Tower, I was seeing uh, mostly on Unity, like mostly uh, like Chinese creatives. Which is kind of like interesting because um, usually when you use Unity, you don't use Chinese creatives on, on different uh, different geos. And then, and then I actually was targeted by a creative which was Chinese on Facebook as well. I think they are using these worldwide campaigns with uh, very different uh, language uh, <laughs> settings. But yeah, okay. Well, you know, if you are making one, one million a day, you can do whatever you want. Uh, but, um, what I, what I wanted to say, like, this is like this game using all these channels is really amazing to see like how the UA landscape changed over the, the past couple of uh, months and year, because when we always talked about like, what are you using in terms of the, the UA channel mix, it was always Facebook maybe Google, then here and here and there, it's some, some ad networks. Now this game utilizes like almost all the big channels out there. So this is very, like very good UA playbook that I think a lot of other uh, UA teams can learn from. And it's not always about Facebook and, and Google anymore. You know, if you want to scale your game, you need to run a profitable campaigns on multiple UA, UA sources and diversify as much as you can. Uh, or as much as your LTV allows you to do so, uh, which we talked about uh, last week in the scale in your game episode. So, so that's that. And uh, in terms of the creatives, it's really interesting how 
Smudgy. Have they added any ASMR creatives? No. No. <laughs> ASMR is my favorite. I used it, I only used it uh, or talked about it uh, a few episodes. I definitely talk more about the UA diversifying the UA channels <laughs> more than more than ASMR creatives. But they just it looks like they use a lot of gameplay, but when you play the game, you know those creatives are actually fake. They they created their those creatives on the back end from their like level editor or whatever editor they they use. Uh because it's uh it's or maybe it's very f- like uh progressed the gameplay from like chapter 10 whatever but it all comes back to really minimalistic design simple gameplay variations they are perfectly crafted by the developer that's uh, something that um, comes into my mind they altered the gameplay to showcase huge amounts of zombies use memes headlines and hyper casual creatives and also they have failed scenarios which means you play the game you lose you come back upgrade i I saw like they just immediately uh showcased all the best possible skills and uh, the items you can you can wear then come back to to the gameplay and actually win plus the the skills upgrade concepts and that's it it's super simple i mean uh, simple as it sounds but then uh, it's uh, it takes a lot of hard work to actually create those and produce yeah. those products. would I'm you very think it would work like the same came together if they would uh, if they would launch the game in 2020 when it was first put up on the stores in the like you know before corona time if if it would work of course i mean uh, what's the difference between mm-hmm. 2020 and 2022 it's still oh well okay you're right. Most probably, TikTok. Most pro- yeah, exactly TikTok. Most probably, um, the channel mix would be different, which doesn't mean the game wouldn't fly, because even Archer was launched back then in the in the good old days, which is not that far away, and that game just you know fucked our minds. So it would be just a different UA mix, but it would still like uh, be pretty successful because what happened in 20, like in the between of 2020 and 2022, the player base just matured and moved from one channel to other channel and that's it. Or from one platform, which is Facebook to another platform, which is TikTok. Easy. I think we summed it up there. Yeah. Did we? Well, so what do you think uh, where this could end or where this could peak this game? Like what kind of like a daily revenue you think they will uh, they will get? Ad placements once they finish this A-B testing because now with that information that we're seeing different ad placements, they're definitely testing it out, meaning that they probably will end up somewhere around 4.2 to 5 impressions per DAU on a rewarded on non-payers so that probably will mean around 150 to 200k a day in ad revenue on this game if they maintain this dau which probably will increase as well so i wouldn't be surprised if this could be one of these ones at its peak making quarter of a million a day in ad revenue now iap revenue that's a bit out of my depth so i'll pass the ball on to you guys for that one what do you think uh, yakub 
is mm. this uh, like two, uh, three, I'm I'm also kind of very very curious where 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 this will head regarding the design because if you remember the original Archero, yeah. what they did there is they at some point started to add another hero or let's say multitudes of heroes but this is like one of the problems of their whole model uh, that roguelite has that you can only use one hero at a time and that hero has six slots which means your whole kind of a deck loadout is confined to that six slot inventory so you can still add slot to that inventory and i think they even added that the pets in Archero, mm-hmm. don't know if they were there from the start or not, but they kind of started to increase the inventory slots. But in the end, then you were supposed to kind of have different heroes. So this game will probably suffer from the same problem that your inventory is pretty much your LTV. And mm-hmm. if you kind of want to upgrade something else on top of it, you need to either switch a hero or some kind of different thing. But I would be really curious if they would have some kind of a really, really proper PvP based on the IO mechanic. If you would be able to actually play the IO arena PvP with your kind of survivor character, that would be really interesting. Mm. Okay. So how much do you think that could actually increase the LTV? I think it could increase a lot. Like just, you know, remember the good old times of the games like whole IO or all these yeah, other yeah. kind of Agario and pretty much the hyper casual craze that was all based on this kind of a PvP, even though half of it or yeah, pretty it much most of it were bots. Yeah. But it was really, really engaging back then. So I, I still still think it could kind of give them a lot, uh, like LTV increase. But mm-hmm. yeah, let's see. Because my guess is that it won't fly this way. And they will probably do the same thing as with Archero, that uh, they don't want to increase the depth of the mechanics rather than just uh, itemization will take on more and more power as you grind through the levels and they pretty much need to throw stronger enemies at you. Mm, Okay. Well, I'm pretty optimistic. I would say they can end up on like two or three million a day. Um, Not sure what the China revenue will be. But let's say, yeah, let's say uh, you're muted, Felix. But let's say it's going to be like anything between two to five mil a day. And that's super optimistic. If we are seeing like now, like one million a month, uh, one million a day. With China numbers, I. I don't know, but I'm still kind of skeptical if it can get higher than Archero because it's already higher than Archero. Like I've seen like 800k a day mm-hmm. or something just in IAPs. So my guess is if accounting ad revenue, it's like maybe they can go even to 1.5 altogether, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't think so it can go that much higher because okay. the download seems to stabilize a little bit. So if there's not some kind of viral sensation or some kind of external mm-hmm. factor yeah. hitting. I guess they're going to hit the hit the peak. And then if, if you look at the Archero profile, it's pretty much just downhill from, from this point on. <laughs> not that like the downhill is bad, like they're still yeah. making millions a month, of course, yeah. but it's, it's not going to go up anymore. Okay. All right. Then uh, I think with that in mind, uh, thank you very much for listening. We are definitely looking forward to hear from you feedback and see you next time bye bye see ya